Welcome to Happy Life Story. I'm Melissa. And I'm Lonnie. We're discussing how to create your better life story. (laughs) Hey, Lonnie. Hey, hi. How are you? (laughs) Good. How's Columbia? Awesome. Looks like <laughs> Do I have to leave? You. Do I actually have to go home? <laughs> See, but you're still working while you're there. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's the good part. I got a good place with good Wi-Fi. <laughs> Excellent and a beautiful view. Beautiful. <laughs> Perfection. Perfect Perfection. <laughs> so today's topic, I came up with, which is not too far of an offshoot, I think, off of a previous episode that actually, I think, goes live today. And and again, I know we're probably dating ourselves saying where you are and what episode, but anyway, um, talking about why you should stop trying to be happy. That sounds so negative, but um, (laughs) (laughs) it's not meant to. It's actually positive. (laughs) It is. Even though it doesn't sound like positive. No, because um, people try and try and try so hard. It's that's not good. That means you're not happy. <laughs> exactly. It's like it feels like a controversial statement in a sense. Um, but I think to find happiness, you have to stop trying to be happy. Right. <laughs> like, I got this great quote from Mark Manson. I saw in this YouTube video the other day. It said, desiring a positive experience is itself a negative experience. And the acceptance of a negative experience is itself a positive experience. So I think that's totally true. And it's like, if you keep trying to be happy, if you keep desiring to be happy, then that's a negative experience. Exactly. And that's so funny because I actually have two quotes from him on really? my notes too. Really? You had mentioned, he mentioned him a little while ago when I was yeah. talking to you and I jotted his name down and I have not read the book that you mentioned, What was? but I started reading a bunch by Mark Manson. And oh, that's yeah. so funny how we're both on the same page without yeah. even knowing it, that your quote, oh, yeah. um, as well as something my like, book, something like how not to give enough or something. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, not giving enough. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which I have not read, but yeah, um, yeah. I was reading his blog. And he's got some good articles yeah. on that. So it's so anyway, I came also have a few quotes, oh, that one cool. or two I may reference. That one that you just said, I'm actually going to reread through because that that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, I really love this. I don't think people actually accept their negative emotions. And that is what causes them even worse emotions. Like they build it up like, I shouldn't be negative. I shouldn't be this and then they are layering like guilt and shame and everything on top of whatever other negative experience absolutely it's like there should be an emphasis that it's okay to have negative emotions and oddly it's like this pressure to seek only happiness that i think is messing with people just to the point of that quote that you just said (laughs) i know i don't even know why people think that they can be or anyone can be happy all the time well, we learned in coaching about the 50-50 of life. Like we're exactly. usually, you're good if you're half 50% feeling good and 50% negative emotions. That's- Agreed. And that, that you can't, it's impossible to have 
100% positive emotions and happiness yep. all day, every day. It's like, it's sure. just something that I'm not even sure what you would do if that did happen. <laughs> and then, right. because I think then to, again, back to the quote, then your happiness would keep extending out. Like you would be seeking something different than yeah. that's just how life um, became day in and day out. And nice. I saw this other quote, uh, well, not a quote, I'm sorry, it was a title, a Time Magazine article that was titled something like, how trying to find happiness is making us miserable. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It, wow. It's that pressure that people put on themselves, seeking it constantly and everything. Right. You know, there's a lot of self-help, too, about, about, like, I think around that topic of trying to be happy, becoming happy, doing things to make yourself happy. and somehow ends up having more of a negative connotation. Right. I think everyone's confused about where the happiness comes from. It doesn't come from all those extra or external things like making more money or that's kind of I think what I was talking we had touched on that a couple episodes ago. And that's you know, I think we had mentioned perhaps like, you know, when you're planning your trip to Colombia and the excitement of packing can almost be greater than the actual trip itself, you know, right. the anticipation and, and just yeah. you stepping out of your comfort zone, going to a new country. Like those are the things that I don't know if you can say make you happy, but it's because you're, you're challenging yourself and you're doing something different. And, and that is where you find happy feelings. I <laughs> love that because most people don't want to challenge themselves. And I think challenging yourself is actually a great way to bring about happiness. It's like, look what I did. This, to me, the Except best the way to find happiness, right? Yep, the process of getting to a milestone or, or not getting to your milestone, you know, not achieving something that can also bring you just as much happiness because you have to challenge yourself, get out of your comfort zone, have small failures that teach you something and that you can use for the next time <laughs> or the next right. time you want to try something, you kind of build, build up internal emotional mechanisms, I guess, for being able to deal with something, even right. if it was negative, the highs think, and lows. I think the 50-50 of life is because half of our brain is going to be that negative, fearful half anyway, and we have to bring that half of our brain with us that we talked about in the other episode. We have our brain that listens to the motivational triad, seek pleasure, avoid pain, conserve energy. So we're bringing that along with us. So that's why we always are going to have those negative emotions because we have that fearful half of our brain. Exactly. And it's that process of feeling both, you know, or having both both thoughts that uh, eventually lead to um, those highs and lows and the perpetual process. Right. Trying to yeah, you can have like two thoughts at once. I mean, one side of your brain can be like, okay, we're going to be all confident today, but the other side can still be afraid. I mean, that's okay. I mean, what's even wrong with being afraid? There's nothing wrong with it unless you make it mean something else. <laughs> exactly. And then that actually, I'm looking at the the quote that I had by Mark oh, yeah. Manson, which is, the failure to meet our own expectations is not antithetical to happiness and i'd actually argue that the ability to fail and still appreciate the experience is actually a fundamental building block for happiness right. exactly what we're talking about right i <laughs> the other day i lost my bag well i didn't know if my bag was stolen or something i went to this other part of town 
and I was taking video of myself and then I'm like, oh no, my bag. I, I don't know what happened to my bag. Is it stolen or what? I was looking all around and I didn't see it. So I lost all my keys and everything in my oh, purse shit. and my wallet and everything. So it was a bummer. But then I got home and I was looking at the video because I was taking video the whole time. It was on the whole time. I never turned off my camera. And I saw that I lost the bag way long time before I thought I did. And so <laughs> I proved to myself that it's not really the circumstance of like losing my bag that caused my feelings. It was really when I made it mean something like, oh no, what happened to that? And, or did I leave it? Did somebody steal it? And that's what made me have the bad emotions. <laughs> it wasn't at all of anything about the bag. So I was perfectly happy walking around without the bag. Right, without so, it, clearly so for a while. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my God, now I have to know what happened. Did you find it? No, because I never went back to the, that area. It was so far before that I didn't even think nowhere. of looking there there before but i did eventually pass by that area but i didn't look very closely because i thought oh this is not where i lost it because it was so long time ago wow so you were walking around for a good piece yeah i was walking around like half an hour without the bag (laughs) well i hope you didn't lose anything valuable (laughs) but luckily i didn't have any of my very valuable stuff in my bag because I was videotaping with my camera and looking at my phone for my script. So I didn't have any expensive stuff in there. Plus I don't bring around my credit card or anything that I really, and I don't want to lose. So it was just very smart, smart traveling. It was just like (laughs) a little bit of stuff. So it wasn't too bad. Well, clearly that didn't make you too unhappy. (laughs) So then the next day I was like, well, I can think of it one way. I can think of it like, oh, that's horrible, horrible me, horrible if somebody stole it, whatever. Or I can just say, oh, I'm so thankful I didn't have all these other things in it. It was only a little bit of money, you know, only a little bit of this and that. So it wasn't that bad. But one of my thoughts I like to have when something like that happens is that they needed it more than I do. Exactly. Exactly. That is almost exactly what I thought. I kept thinking. Well, I must have left it because to me, me leaving it somewhere better than somebody else stealing it, of course. So me, I was thinking, oh, I must have just left it somewhere and some lucky person found it. They're so lucky because I counted it out as like 75,000 of their money was a Mm -hmm. lot to them, but that was only $15 to me. So it's like they needed it more than I did anyway. So it's nothing to me. Good. So a little bit of... uh... A little bit of good came from something that yep. <laughs> could be construed as negative. So. That's right. That's right. <laughs> nice all, positive way. All how you look at it's the all thing. perception. Yeah. So <laughs> perception that half of the Mark Manson thing, acceptance of a negative experience can be a positive experience. Like, yeah, I, I accepted it. it was fine. I didn't dwell on it and then just mm-hmm. went on, moved on with my life. Yep. And you potentially help somebody. Yeah, you, you may never know. <laughs> move on with gratitude. I think exactly. gratitude is something that everybody can try to find. I feel like we talked about this on a previous episode as well. Like you we could have reacted and went around every stall or every area yelling and screaming and acting oh, like a right. jerk. Where's my stuff? And, um, <laughs> you know, like when someone cuts you off at a light, you know, right. 
instead of just realizing that okay it's gone and you know some some hopefully somebody benefits from your loss and right. uh they find they find a little happy silver lining exactly. <laughs> in losing your bag <laughs> it's all what you make it mean in your mind which is just ideas and stories that you make up in your mind so you might as absolutely. well make it mean something good <laughs> absolutely i like that okay so our theme was why you should stop trying to be happy and that quote is that you want to accept a negative experience and that in itself is a positive experience. So I wanted to go over how we accept negative experiences, how we accept negative emotions, because lots of people don't know how to do that. And I recently came across this way to accept your emotions. Have you ever heard of EFT, emotional freedom technique? I've emotional heard of it, freedom but technique. I'm not familiar it's with it. It's also called tapping. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. That, that's what popped into my head when you said yeah. that. Yes. So like we learned in life coach school, we can just like go in our body, find the emotion, like find the feeling because our emotions are actual feelings, you know, vibrations in our body, like tight stomach or whatever. And we can see the shape and everything like that. But this one goes one step further, which I really like. You're tapping on all these points on your body, which is like these Chinese meridian points, Chinese acupuncture points. And you're saying like, even though I feel whatever emotion you feel, and I'm thinking this, whatever thought I'm feeling, and I'm feeling this in my body, even though I'm feeling those, I deeply and completely accept myself and my feelings. So you're tapping around these places and you're saying, I feel this, I think this. But I'm accepting myself the way I am. I'm accepting my feelings. So it's really, really useful. I like that a lot because you're using your hands and you're doing a lot of different actions to also, and you're also accepting your feelings the way they are. You're not trying to immediately like change. Like I shouldn't be thinking that. I have an example. I feel angry and I think my mom should mind her own business and I feel hot pressure in my head. But I deeply accept myself and my feelings. So I like yeah. that. And I need to explore more, but I even like the fact that it kind of takes you out of it. For, you're in it and you're out of it at the same time. Where exactly. You get to kind of look at it. And, you're um, looking at it. Exactly. And you're doing all these other things. Which is very helpful, especially if you're a reactionary type of person that feels something and then takes it to the next level quickly, you know, so to to have that in your tool belt, <laughs> you know, a ways to discover your feelings or to work with your feelings. I like that a lot. Right. Um, That's the perfect time when you said people usually react, like you feel something and you react, react. That's what most people do. But if you notice and you feel something, then you, that's when you do this thing. So, oh, I'm feeling this. So that's, I'm going to do this thing instead of reacting. I'm going to do this tapping around myself and say, these feelings are fine. These feelings are normal. I'm accepting these feelings. And you're going to do that instead of reacting. So that's calming yourself down. I really like that. Yeah. Obviously, the outcome will be, I would think, potentially more positive. Positive may not be the right word, but it, it would be less less reactionary and therefore um, more within your control of how you want to react and feel about something. Exactly. That feeling. Bringing down the level of the reaction so you, you can think, oh, how do I want to react next? How, That's what do excellent. I want to... And not that we can digress 
uh, this might be a digression, but I know you and I have discussed before about how, um, you know, in the life coach school, when we did learn about feeling things that sometimes I had a problem feeling feelings, you know, yes. and I don't mean that I'm opposed to there's nothing in me that can feel feelings because obviously yes. I've had a broken heart. I've felt that, you know, there are times that I feel things, but a lot of times I can't. And I me think too. using this exercise might actually help someone like me who who maybe isn't as in touch with my feel, feeling or understanding, feeling my feelings like a, as a physical thing that might help me. You know, exactly. And you too. Because because I'm the same. I'm the same way. I don't, I'm like, what? I feel a feeling in my body. I didn't even know there was such a thing. (laughs) So I really like this because I've seen like, instead of that part where you say where you're feeling in your body, like I feel pressure in my stomach, you can just say, I feel the thought in my head or Mm -hmm. something like that when you're, you know, I'm thinking the thought in my head. And, you know, it keeps going round and round in my head and that I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling sad, but this keeps going over and over in my mind. But as you're tapping through the points, but I still accept myself and I accept my feelings or I love I think myself. That would be very helpful, like a very it's helpful really... way to process through, um, especially for people like you and I, I guess, that that didn't really, I, I didn't really understand how I was supposed to process feelings like that. So Me too. Too, and when so I say I've feeling, really there's feelings it. and feeling, you know, right, so, right. and the, the feeling of the feeling. We notice the emotion that we feel, exactly. but we don't notice the actual feeling that's in right. our body. So that, that will be very helpful. So that yes. is something I will definitely look into. Yes, I found it very helpful. And I've, I've been hearing about it more and more too. And I just never, or until now, have taken the time to learn more about it. But now I will. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you yeah, for bringing it up. Sure. And that's it. Yeah. And then I think the final quote that resonated, but probably goes back a little bit further, further back to the first few minutes of when we were talking was this quote that he had that said, quote so i raise your expectations elongate your process lay on your deathbed with a to-do list a mile long and smile at the infinite opportunity granted to you create ridiculous standards for yourself and then savor the inevitable failure learn from it live it let the ground crack and rocks crumble around you because that's how something amazing grows through the cracks i guess i could have even just used that last line like something amazing grows through the cracks oh i love that part I can get yeah, the visual in my mind. It's so good. Exactly. And again, it's back to the point where failure is just a stepping stone or failure right. opens the door to something else. Failure is a new opportunity. And, exactly. Uh, it's just, a, to me, a learning experience. It's just part of learning. It's, you don't have to make it mean anything negative. If you can just make I it mean I learned I, something. I think it took me being 54 years old to realize that 53, 52, maybe just in the last few years yeah. that I've really taken the time to think through these, these uh, say, say sort of things, <laughs> because I don't think I would have given the attention to that like I would now, like where it's okay. It's, it's absolutely okay for right. mistakes to happen, for disappointments to happen. They're all part of the plan or or they're all meant to lead to something else. So I, I just made a YouTube a video. <laughs> Did I you just make a YouTube video uh-huh. on my channel, Expanding Happiness? And the video title is named Never Fail Again. <laughs> ah, how so apropos. I was talking about this exact <laughs> subject. I was 
mentioning that I used to be a science teacher. So we would always do the scientific method and you just can't fail with the scientific method. You just are learning something. The whole process is just for learning and there's no way to fail. (laughs) (laughs) See, and I love how that message is just so on point right now. (laughs) I know. And the fact that someone can go see it and let me, I guess, see it, right? Watch it and, and, uh, and learn a little bit more on this. Yeah. Perfect timing. timing. (laughs) I didn't even know you had done that. Thank you for the plug. Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you shared that. But as you can see, this is definitely a question that, while may sound negative at the outset, you know, definitely is, I think, a more positive, you know, way of looking that this constant pursuit of happiness can, it can be viewed, you know, through different glasses. When you're accepting all your emotions, everything, then that's actually makes you have a happy life. (laughs) You're accepting everything. Exactly. And that I think not that I'm trying to force us to end, but I like that that's that could be a perfect ending. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye.